You are listening to Foxy Digitalis Daily for July 6, 2023. How's it going? How's everybody doing? I have no idea what day it is. I mean, I obviously know the date because I just said it, but no idea what actual day it is. Because, yeah, having a holiday on a Tuesday just really jacks everything up. Album of the day is The Voice of Theseus from Jan Novak. Uh, it's officially out tomorrow, but I've been excited to talk about this album because it's just so freaking good. Um, so I'm jumping the gun a little bit. And uh, related, I mean, very vaguely related. So that's on Room 40. Also, Room 40 just announced the other day a, another new release. I think it's maybe an EP, call it, uh, by Siobhash Amini, who really just one of my one of my favorite artists around. Somebody I think about a lot. I think about all the just stuff to live his life and get his music out of the world and survive and all those things that he has to deal with all the time. Um, I don't know. I just, I think about it often. I think about, I can't even imagine that struggle and just, uh, you know, seeing him in the face of so much, in the face of such a nightmare, um, just, pressing on and continuing and, and making such important, incredible music. So um, he's got a couple new things coming out on Room 40 in the coming months. This one, like I said, this one just got announced and I think Eidolon comes out. This one comes out August 4th and then Eidolon comes out this Friday. So that's a hell of a thing. That and the Jan Novak album both come out on Friday. Wow. Room 40. Not fucking around. Okay, well, I'll probably talk about that one soon, but today we're going to talk about the voice of Theseus. I think it's obvious uh, if you pay attention to the site at all and have over the last few years since it returned. Um, I have a real affinity for Jan Novak and his work and his label, Dragon's Eye Recordings, and just a lot of the things that he does. I, I think he's, uh, yeah, I just think he's a great artist. And um, this, though, dang, y'all, this. Um, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this album. I, I knew he'd been working on a new album. And I was excited about it. I really liked the last one. And the he gets like a split with Robert Takashi Crouch and some other stuff. But uh, he really changed it up on this. And so basically he enlisted two vocalists. Two incredible vocalists. Um, Gabriel Brenner and Dorian Wood. And you all know how I feel about Dorian Wood. Brenner's great too, but you know how I feel about Dorian Wood. Um, and they recorded vocals and then he basically manipulated them throughout the album and used those as sort of the jumping off point to just explore a lot of sonic terrain, a lot of philosophical terrain, uh, a lot of... So... Uh, 
it's he he describes it as his attempt to explore the obstacles he faces in processing external sensory information, and um. So like the idea of you know if like you're colorblind or you you know maybe you read in a different way or so you know I mean all those different things and how and, and this is such a this is a thing I think about all the time and how that changes the way like the world looks for you versus others and you know we all think like to say and you know everybody's kind of got their own path and their own experience but to explore in this sonic form using these vocalists as the sort of jumping off point is really it's it's really kind of moving and powerful and it's also just plain awesome and cool like and so basically i mean so sonically it's in a vaguely similar space as you might expect from his work, but it definitely pushes those boundaries out. Um, the opening track has this really kind of choral, um, almost futuristic Benedictine monk thing going on with the voices. And it's just, it's really haunting and it's really beautiful. But then there's other places where the voices get obscured into just like tonal patterns or, or sounds that you you can kind of tell that it's a voice, but it really just, it sounds like some electronic mimic of a voice, right? So then that starts to change your perception of the, of the material of, I mean, for me, it was even like, it takes this thing that starts out very human and turns it into something very not. And my brain started doing this thing, you know, where you're trying to process those two conflicting points and you feel a little like you're, it's short circuiting, but it's just making you want to listen closer and really dig into it. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. He asked, he asked the question on, in the liner notes, where lies the separation between the source material and the objects they're used to create, which is, you know, that, I mean, that you get in, that gets into a lot of things with music. You know, you think about, I mean, this obviously, but stuff like sampling and those kind of things. And I have no, I mean, I don't know the answer. Like, this is different in this fact that I haven't heard the original recordings, right? I don't know what that sounds like and then what it turned into. I always think that's super interesting. But going from where you are with a monument to oblivion, the opener, to all these other spaces you go through, like with super coherent light or the ending, you know, we went out not with a whimper, but a whisper. Those voices get turned into something else entirely. And I'm not sure, honestly, how much he is sort of accentuating that with electronics or synths and how much is just all voice. But again, not, not knowing and not understanding that or not, you know, not being able to readily identify that. It, it makes you it makes you really think about it and it makes you kind of confused but in a really exciting and engaging sort of way um there's also a couple of places on here where there's some kind of minimal rhythms and beats which i think adds a nice counterbalance to some of the the more ambient stretches and it gives it more of a propulsive flow honestly i i hesitate i don't rank things or anything but this is definitely um, like immediately the 
first time I listened to it, and I've listened to it many times since, it is one of my favorite things that Jan's ever done. So, huge recommendation. Comes out tomorrow in Room 40. Uh, until then, hop on over to Foxy Digital Stop Zone. See what the hell's going on over there. Lots of cool stuff. New Seltzer Salon with Matt Sage. Um, holler at me on Twitter at Foxy Digitalis. Instagram, Foxy.Digitalis. I'm on Blue Sky now. I don't know how to just search on there. I'm on there. Uh, Mastodon, Foxy just tells Mastodon. I'm all over the place. I don't know. The I'm I'll be on Twitter till the ship goes down, but I feel like it's going down soon. So I figure I need to plant a flag somewhere else. So we'll see how that all shakes out. And the you know the best place to find me is on Patreon, and you know throw a few bucks, get some cool stuff, and support the cause. Patreon.com/slash Foxy But until next time, y'all keep catching those waves of vibe. <laughs>